0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: It's the True Faith Podcast. Newcastle have just been defeated by a sucker punch last minute goal, at home to Wolves. Um, I'm in the car. It's me, Esau Campbell, with Ben Wade and Mark Greenstreet Cowley. Hello, lads. Hello. This podcast is brought you thanks to both our patrons and fans bet. Uh, links in the description as to what, what both those things are. Um, wouldn't be possible to put out the, the content we do without, without the help of both of those things. Um, lads, I'm absolutely gutted. And, you know, in a season where there's been a lot of disappointment, that one's felt particularly brutal.
2: Um... Ben did we deserve
1: anything from that game
2: 100% um, we were the better team I think we've, as you said it was a sucker punch with it at the end but uh, that was literally all they, they offered second half um, they 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 didn't really have anything that, and considering we were down to 10 men for a lot, a lot of that second half uh, we, we still um, we still created probably the better chances and looks like we should have had a penalty and possibly a red red card to them Mike Dean bottled it um,
1: I mean, I he, was, th- he was dishing out plenty of yellow cards, uh, but he's yeah, yeah. Couldn't yeah. find the all important red.
2: Exactly. But um, no, I think we shouldn't be too disheartened I mean, I know it's a gutter, uh, but we've we played well there, especially against um, a team that is supposed to be the next best thing and the, the greatest team to ever be promoted and all that shite that they come with. Um, we, we were the better team there, and, and I think we we, we showed that there's, uh, there's another team that were better than in, in this division uh, ok we've, we've not got what we deserved today but um, I think it should give her confidence that we're, we're capable of, of, uh, of getting results the results that we need I mean it was a game where you could, you could high out quite a few cliches
1: in terms of game of two halves um, especially um, in our first half performance Cowley defensively we were, we were a little bit all over the place would you agree first half but on, on the when we we're on the front foot, we we're very good.
3: Yeah, I agree, I thought, um, in terms of, I missed the first 10 minutes, so I can't comment on that, unfortunately. Um, but I thought we started quite poorly from what when I, when I came on the ground. Um, but I think one of the things, we the, the first goal was really poor, I mean, both goals, we'll, we'll go into more detail. But first goal, I think we, um, at the back, we missed in terms of Shaw, the way he can obviously come out and, and obviously pass the ball and come out in defence. Um, we didn't have that today in the first goal. I think it did, uh, came from, I don't know who was on the ball, but was a Fernandes took too long and um they, they gave the ball away and then it came down the the, uh, the right flank and the ball in the box and he's got far too too much space um so I think Fernandez Fernandes always been he's been brilliant this season and arguably our best player this season um he had a really poor half um I thought Lascelles as well um was poor um I just yeah defensively we we we're, were, were Poor and that that well the whole game really, but first half and comparison to to what we played at Everton, we were really good and we were talking about on the pod how good defensively we were and and they couldn't break us down at all but today we're just we just a bit all over the place but going forward um, we were good once we were I mean we're, when we go down 1-0 we were kind of feared that in terms of this season where we haven't got back but we responded really well after they scored, and everything came through Rondon Rondon was, was superb today um, and attacking especially in the first half uh, we, we were good just I guess a, a bit of quality needed but um, we were good going forward
1: Yeah 100% I'll, I'll come back to Lascelles I think um it's a weird one Because he's been He's been kept out of the team By some excellent performances From the other lads um, he's, he's recently come back in And I don't want to Be too critical of him um, But I thought today He let us down for both goals And I don't think He was directly responsible Necessarily for either I mean the second one probably but you know someone's got to go to him not just Lascelles but he's the captain he's the he's in the middle of the defense he needs to be organizing that better the first goal yes it was Fernandez who, who kind of scuffed his clearance and it went straight to one of their players that had happened quite a few times already um from all of our defenders and when there's when there's three at the back that shouldn't be happening there should always be a a similar option we should be able to pass it out but we were they were pressing us high and we were just panicking as you said we were missing Shaw or or Lejeune, dare I say it. Um I can't wait to have one of them back on the team because it really does make a difference having a centre half, at least one of them, who's comfortable on the ball, who's doing doing that kind of slowing the game down and, and making sure we, we clear the ball properly or or dare I say, play it out. Um but yeah so for that for that first goal, after we've given the ball away, there's still plenty of time to get organised and make sure we're we're set up for the for the cross that comes in. And somehow their their lads had had the chance to bring it down on his chest and and smash it past Dubravka it's caught between Lascelles and Yedlin Yedlin's point and Lascelles is kind of unaware so someone's just got to pick that up and as, as the captain Lascelles uh, takes the fault for me because it's it's his defense to organize um and I, this, the same could be said for the winner I, I mean it, it's unlucky I don't want to really get at the at the overall performance of the team I thought we played really well grafted to the end especially with 10 men um but again like Newcastle had, had bodies back for that goal and Lascelles has let has let, I don't know who it was who for the for Wolves but
2: yeah,
1: John, um he's he's ran about thirty yards and un, unopposed and it's not like we we did have ten men so there was a bit of he's always gotta to stick to somebody but we had the bodies back on that on that occasion and someone could have gone. Someone should have just taken the yellow card, it was the last minute of the game, just wipe the fucker out, but aye, um that that one's gone. So um let's talk about the positives you did say that um after the kind of first goal we reacted very well we did we got ourselves back in the game and got ourselves in a position where we deserved something um yedlin's had a bit of a, a nightmare minute where he's got sent off but even with 10 men i thought we were in control of the game but for a few counter-attacks from wolves who weren't as good as everyone says they are um i thought we played really well rondon was superb i think was the word he used or all of his touches were superb um <laughs> He was just excellent He was the absolute Again I, I don't want to bring up Mitrovic But he's the centre forward Who have been crying out for, for For several years The strong Strong Holder player Who in games like that way, he's not going to get That many chances He did all the All the fucking hard work And, and basically got us back In the game I
2: mean he's a free kick He hit the bar Yeah he smashed the free kick he's,
1: he's put the ball in For Perez for the. Like yeah he, he's. I mean he, The first goal was all his um, Perez got the header obviously But uh, He smashed the bar From the free kick And then somehow got onto the ball on the wing and put a cross in from the same free kick his his, his desire was there like there was a couple of times especially um, in the second half when we had 10 men when he was trying to hold up the ball he got dispossessed and then he was chasing their players back into our box you know that commitment was outrageous and people were gutted to see him go off and you know I was as well I I felt really sorry for Hossloo because that was just an act he was never going to be able to follow and he didn't manage to hold up the ball once and he just had a bit of a mare when he came on but Rondon had, had had literally spent himself over the first eighty minutes, and you know what? I want to bring Atsu into this as well because I thought Atsu had his his best game in a long time for us. End product still still lacking from him, but his graft for for a player who's not had much game time this season and match fitness. I thought Atsu played really well in terms of. Again, when we had 10 men, just giving us that outlet, giving us a bit of pace in the wing, he was having a link up with Richie on the left and there was some, some loose passes at times, but
2: between them, they still got a couple of dangerous balls in the box. we a lot of um, free kicks as well, which was invaluable for sort of recovering and getting certain, especially when you're down at 10 men. Uh, that was really key to allow us to sort of reorganize and, and maintain that uh, defensive structure, which was really important, which didn't really get tested, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I think, Completely second that. I think that's two games now I've seen Atsu, who um, I don't need to <laughs> share my opinions of, of him or in the past, but he's uh, he's starting to, to regain my faith. Um, with with as you said, it's he's he's got some good attributes, but I think he's in the past he's uh, his work rate's been been sort of left with much to be desired, and I think he's starting to add that to his gaming. Yes, he's not. I mean, he's not a will beater. So I, I think that's why he's always been frustrating. Is that if he doesn't doesn't work hard, then it, it's you're not really getting a lot out of him. But he's starting to to work, and and that's really really key. And especially in that play, in the role he was playing in that sort of three man midfield, um, he has to do a lot of running. And especially when we went down to ten men, he did a lot of that. It was uh, it was really good. So I think um, a lot a lot of positives to be taken. His performances was getting better. I thought Key had a good game today as well. Um, Sort of just just uh, moving the ball and and, and keeping with that, everything going. With that too as well. Um, I guess it's not
3: his way. He's played today. It's not his natural position. He hadn't really. It's a new position for him, really. Um, he has normally played either left or the right wing. Really, he was um, he was more on the left today, but he wasn't like full left wing to be honest today. So his new position for him. I think. Let's say touch on what ben, he, he did play really well. He was impressive on when we went to Everton away. I think the work rate. I think one thing we can um, show sure the last couple of months, he's better at starting the games and has been making an impact of the sub because it has been frustrating and watching him come on, he just doesn't look interested um, but today I think he's, he's taking on players, he's getting involved a lot but I guess it's just final product and product watching you, you need to improve on really.
2: I think that position that he's playing as well, it's, it's allowing him to get into the get, I think you're spot on when he's brought on as a sub when you're expected to make an impact I don't think he's the type of player that has the awareness to initially sort of come straight on and understand where what he needs to do. Um, so I think it's one of those like he he, he needs to um, he, he needs to basically start games and, and build his build his way into them. And I think he's it's, you're definitely seeing some um, um, improvements from him because he knows what his role is. Having having been on the pitch from from the beginning and. I, I guess he can sort of find where, where he needs to be I mean he's, he's got a lot of attributes that we, we lack from other players I mean he's, he's really adept at carrying on the ball dribbling he's got good feet as you said he's, he's like his end products still to be uh, improved on but he, he's got a lot of qualities that are useful to the team so um, I think uh, it's 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 useful to have a player like that um, when when he's on form and and, and putting the effort in because um, it. it, it gives us something different that some of the players don't don't give you so yeah it was, that was key when we were down to ten men that we had that that outlet.
1: Well it was interesting, uh, you make a very good point Carly, unnatural position. He was basically playing on the left of a midfield three and um, we'll talk about the formation because it's not what anyone would have predicted pre-match. I think me and Mickey on the on the match day said we don't really want to see five at the back um, at home to the Wolves, would, they were there to be got at. Um, Cardiff can beat them. We we, sh- we could we could have had a go, but I think I think that technically we were excellent again today. And uh, the the three centre halves first half were, were very good. I mean, defensively, other than other than when we when we have the ball, we're still doing all the right things. Um, we were lacking that kind of calm head to bring the ball out, but we're still positionally brilliant. Um, I thought the the wing backs were were really good, and that, that Richie Richie had a decent game on the left again. Um, Yedlin was playing really well until he got sent off. Uh, but yeah, that left Atsu in a kind of one of a midfield three with Key and Diame. And I thought it was just working. I meant they were all putting different levels of graft in all over the pitch. And Atsu was getting from left to right. And to be fair to them, again, I, I, like you, Ben, I've been probably one of the most critical of him over the last couple of years because you just, <laughs> you just want to see better players for Newcastle. But he couldn't question his heart. And that's what matters at the minute for us, as long as these players give their all. We, we will never complain about it. Um, so he was excellent. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the rest of that midfield. Where Key and Diame. Key, again, pretty impeccable display from him. He's just... He's been a revelation for a player that we just thought, oh, we've bought a squad player for free. He's not going to play much. He's actually ch- turned our season around in terms of how we're playing. Um, it's that calm, put, put your foot on the ball, look around, find the right pass that we haven't been doing all season. It was... It was the opposite of what the what the, the defense was doing in the in the first half hour of just hot, hot potato. The ball was getting hammered everywhere. <laughs> you need players like Key to put the foot on it, because we've got we've got pace, we've got skill, we've got outlets, but we need to find them properly with with good passes and not not panic. Um, so yeah, I thought I thought Key was excellent. Uh, Diame, he's just he's just I don't know what the word is. He's he's just all over the pitch. The the the, the yards he covers. has has not really dropped this season. I wouldn't say he's been as at the dizzy heights he was last season, where he was dominating the likes of Paul Pogba, but he's still a really, really important player for us. And I'd I'd hate to think people aren't still recognizing what he does for us. So individually across the pitch, I think we've played really well. And it just, it's an absolute gutter. Uh, The the game did sort of change from, I thought thought we had the momentum in the second half. I thought we were playing really well. And the the red card was a bit of a blow. Um, I wouldn't say it killed us because we played brilliantly for another 20 minutes with 10 men but Yedlin's had a bit of a stinker where he's just mis mis-controlled the ball he's let the lad in and he probably had to do it he probably had to take him out and there's maybe a slight argument that Lascelles was in line and I don't know we, we thought Mike Dean was probably got it right but I'm-, I'm yet to see any replays so um, it's- it-, it was it was a harsh red when he saw well we've seen the replay of the um, elbow to Perez which happened later on and the fact that the game was not stopped for basically an elbow to the to the dish I mean Mike Mike Dean who we were were lording minutes before for giving out like the sixth yellow card in a row to a Wolves player he's he's missed a crucial one there which uh, which led to a break for them Um, it's just been it's just been a weird weird game where of all the ones this season, that's the one where I felt we really, really deserved something. We, we've had some narrow defeats this season where we haven't been at our best, but I thought that was a really, really good performance. Uh, hard to take. So, Cowley, where do you think that leaves us in terms of um, going up to Christmas? We go to Huddersfield next, next, and then we've got Fulham at home. So it would be nice to keep a, keep a bit of a run going and not have another defeat, but we're going to those two games. Do you think if we can play like that, we'll... We'll get we'll get points?
3: Yeah, definitely. Um two massive games coming up really. I said um early in the week after Evan I said Minimum kind of minimum four points from these games, um, and today I would get a point, and then even if we got a point today, I would fancy us even potentially have t- six points from the next two games. Um, I do fancy us again Tuddersfield next week. Um, obviously, they're in a bit of a bad runner form, and they're not really scoring goals as well. Um, not obviously, we're not going too many either, so it'd be, be a tight game next week. But I do do fancy us. Um, so I think four off cracker. Yeah, <laughs> but. I don't know how many points are we above. Are we three points above at the moment? Um, I think we need to. I say we need to definitely I think we'll win one of these games because um, I think the tough run comes after Christmas, January time, and obviously more, more games are around then. So um, if we play like that today, just I say um, defensively, we've I think we've been good away from home, and I think we've been we have been playing better away from home recently as well. So. Um the formation I think I do like the formation today's working, um, especially against Burnley and Devon and today as well, so I do, do fancy us to taking um well at least one of these wins, so which obviously hopefully put a little bit of a gap between us for, for the running Christmas and New Year.
2: Yeah, I, d- I just want to come out I think your spot on there with to, to talk about the 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 five at the back, of the tactics I, I guess um we've been a little bit surprised every time we've deployed it, I suppose not so much on Wednesday because we knew um, we were going to be under a lot of pressure there and it was probably better to, to try and sort of um, keep you know, keep them out and, and go for the sort of the, the clean sheet but I think today you're right I probably would have expected us especially at home to to try and um, try and take the game to them but it, it actually allowed us to do that because um, I think the the back so Richie was getting a lot of space. I think Yedlin first half um, was was getting opportunities to sort of provide the overlap, and I think um, it, it just gives us gives us that compactness. So it allows us to be solid at, at the back, but also then um, utilise our, our wide players who like the on and I think it's um, it's becoming sort of go-to sort of tact uh, formation at the minute I think because it is, it is allowing us like today to, to control the games and I think um, although we're not necessarily dominating teams or anything like that it, but we, we don't look under any sort of real threat. We had um, the second half against Everton on Wednesday we, we literally limited them to no no real opportunities um, and then again today you, you can only really count two two or three chances that they've created all game. Obviously they score scored two which is unfortunate but um, it's 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 allowing us to be solid and, and also then going going and. Uh get get forward and support the, the attack players because we know that's where we we sort of struggle and and we need to to commit more more men forward and I think this this formation allows the likes of Perez it gives him a bit more support they've always got the out balls out, out wide and then those those players so the, the likes of Richie and, and Yedlin can can whip balls into Rondon so I think um, well, it's working well.
3: If you mention Rondon there? If we keep even keep playing like he is, um, let's say impressive on Evan, he put a shift and great goal as well. And today, obviously, he was he was. I thought the we best player, especially that first half, and he's just—he's so good at holding the ball up and bringing players into play. Sometimes it can be a bit isolated, but you never want to kind of complain with that. And I think if he continues how the way it is, um, his form, he'll—he'll score—he'll score goals for us and we'll get great chances.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly why this formation is working, uh, Rondon. Um, you're right. We've got—we've got pace on the wings. We've got Kennedy atu. We've got players who can you can break because basically if you're playing five at the back you're looking to play counter attacking on football that's how you're going to score goals and we've seen we've had a bit more of a cutting edge in the last few weeks we're getting goals and it's because we've got a striker who can make stuff happen even if all of our players are, are deep it's having that that player who can hold up the ball link up the play but then also get himself in the box i mean he, his work rate has been phenomenal rondon um and that's what we were missing the first 10 games of the season when he just wasn't, didn't look fit, he didn't look right. This is why you, you bring him in a pre-season, lads. Um, it was, it's just, it, that's, that's why it's working. We've got we've got a solid defense, we know we have. We've got three or four players who can play in that back three quite quite comfortably. We've got some options for wing backs and I think Richie almost looks more comfortable in that position than when he's just on the wing and, and not getting forward enough. Um, and then Perez, who is a bit of a Marmite player for us at the minute, it, you can't question. He's he's got a he's got a, a, a finishing touch. He, he can score goals. Um, yes, he's a frustrating player to watch. He, he might lose the ball two or three times in in quick succession, and the last thing he needs is the, is the crowd getting on his back because he showed it against against Wolves today that he'll he'll score a goal. He'll score a goal even even in the face well. of adversity. And he he's he's felt the need to put the uh, the fingers in the ears again because you know he's, he's had some substitutions that have been jeered, and it's just. How are lads? We need to be better than that because I think he's a he's a crucial player for us. And yes, we'd all love to have a, a twenty million pound number ten. That's an improvement on him. Nobody's saying he's the best. He's the best player for that position that we could we could hope for. But he, he tries really hard, and he's he's an important player because he can score goals, and he's been our top scorer for several several years in a row. Um, and he's a he's a confident
3: player as well. Um, fans getting on his back it's just not going to help the cause really i um, and really glad he's got his goal today. Um because a couple of like for example people were just say how, how bad he is and it's like it hey, look where he's come from and what he's done for us and how good he was in the second half like in the last season. Um and he has scored important goals for us. And know if he, in the what fed he scored that really good header mm-hmm. today again. It's a really good, <laughs> good header. So um I think I, I thought he put in a good performance today.
1: Yeah, it's a shame that'll be quickly forgotten because we've lost the game, but it was a, it was a crucial goal at the time and it was as as we've been saying, like our, our main thing has not been coming back in the games, and we absolutely came back into this game, and just didn't get anything for it. Um, Some interesting news just coming off a uh, Twitter Matthew Raisbeck. Um 145 games since Newcastle last had a an opposition player sent off. I mean, that's a another blatant one today, a day, lads. A massive elbow to the to the face of Perez. Why why do we get so unlucky? I I I, I can't understand. You know. You never want to be... I mean, I'm, I'm sitting next to Ben Wade, so we'll, we'll get his opinion on the quality of refereeing shortly, but I always like to think what goes around comes around, and, you know, bad refereeing performances equal themselves out, but that start there suggests otherwise. Ben, why only Castle so notoriously under-supported under, under supported by these
2: referees? Well, this gives us a great opportunity to bring up uh, VAR, which uh, I'm a big <laughs> uh, fan of. Nah, I think... Um, it's a funny one, because... I, I thought I didn't think he had a particularly bad game today but he's he's missed the fucking biggest decision of the yeah. game and it's really really frustrating and as you say it, I don't know why but we would just never ever seem to get get the luck we deserve I mean the fucking you, I mean I think we were all sort of admitted probably was a red card however I've, I've seen those he, there was another player there so you, you could easily argue that it shouldn't have been a red card so we've been fucking done on that and then to not get anything I mean it's a penalty And a red card It's blatant Like the guy's just Absolutely smashed Perez With an elbow Like how can you just And he's looking right at it as well How you can justify Not giving that Like uh, they, should, they need to come on And explain these decisions Because it's absolute bullshit And it, it does feel like There is a hidden agenda there Because we just ne- We never seem to get these, these big decisions It's not the first time It's happened to me this season Well um, he
3: has, Well I don't know if he's come on And said it But he said to Perez The reason why You you thought the ball hit his face not an elbow and it's like if you look at where Mike Dean is as well right in front of him how can he not see that Yeah. Um, if, and if even if with that if it him
2: in the face like how the fuck does the ball clear out if it's hit him sp- the, the kid's jumping for a header to try and fucking score like, if the ball hits him in the face it's not going to fucking ricochet you out at the if, if, if
1: the ball's hit you in the face hard enough that it's a head injury he still has to stop the game yeah. like the fact he, that the the, the the he basically played some sort of mental advantage and yeah. Wolves won the break and could have scored hit
3: the bar, didn't That
1: was, that the was, was yeah, that was the, the smash smash smashed the, the crossbar and it's like Perez is still on the ground Holding his face Like It's it, The the whole thing was mental And yeah Ben We we were We were quite pleased with Mike Dean He seemed to be controlling the game He wasn't letting them take the piss He was giving them yellow cards um, It was just It's just bizarre And yeah it, It's getting really frustrating I mean Before that Before the Cardiff game We hadn't had a pen For like I mean there's no point In getting a pen If we're going to take it like that But you know we, we, We've we've had a really bad few years In terms of refereeing And I, I don't know what it is But it's just another Source of frustration When there's so many other things To be worried about in Newcastle We need a break For stuff like that Um Quick one on the crowd then Um That's another thing Uh Today was meant to be the day Of the Of the big protest Boycott Um I mean some of the lads Went there today Because they'd, they'd made plans With their mm-hmm. With their wags Um but the crowd was pretty pretty full and pretty full voice i mean we are in block v uh, everyone was singing all game as as they always do but it didn't seem like the crowd was particularly bad across the stadium a couple of old wankers must have been booing at the end but not really enough to to um make any more of it than that um so i thought i thought it was it was a good a good um occasion for for our fans given that there's a lot of takeover talk at the minute and we're all we're all kind of now just waiting to see if this goes somewhere because we're sat on 13 points Coming up to Christmas Realistically we do need To get four or five more points in Before the new year Just to keep us out, keep our heads above water And while this this stuff bumbles on Right into January It's going to be a massive distraction So if there is any truth in the fact That this could be Could be ramping up quite quickly Then it just needs to happen And it's a funny situation I mean Sitting here right now lads How how likely do you think it is That Newcastle United Have, a, have got a new owner By the end of the year
2: I'm confident I that I think it's uh, it's looking it's looking more positive than uh, from from what we've sort of been hearing. It, it, there obviously is there is interest there, and there is a um, there's work being done on on the deal, and um, everything we're hearing is, is is really positive. I think um, you're you're right. I'm not. I, I I don't realistically think it'll get done before January. I think that the talk of Ashley coming out saying he hopes for it to be done by January. I, I don't see how. they're going to unpick the fucking damage and absolute um, sort of minefield that he's created through his asset stripping of the club I I don't understand how that would all get sorted out before January but I think big picture um, it's it's irrelevant like that that isn't the most important thing here I think just get the deal done before the end of the season so we can tie Rafa up and then we'll have a go next season we're not going to get I don't think we'll get relegated I mean I know I've been sort of I think I've, my views up to this point have been that we, we probably are in a relegation battle up until the end, but I've I've started to see enough out of, of other teams being sort of weaker than us, and, and we're we putting in some good performances, so I think we should be safe. And I think you you, you we were talking about walking out the ground there. I think this season is just going to be a complete write off. So um, yeah, I think I'm I'm still still probably more hope than than anything else, but I, I'm just desperate for for it to go through and, and work out and. There's a lot of people sort of saying, "Oh, a, a case of like, it's, it, do we need to be careful where we get in?" Like, I, I don't really care. Just fucking get anybody in. Anybody will yeah. be better. than, the,
1: than the, Mike ca- There can't be many people still saying that old "be careful what you wish for" when Mike Ashley's the the owner of the football club. Um, it's absolutely that uh, the the sooner the better for so many reasons because this this last few months as a Newcastle fan has been so draining. I mean. It was nice to see that people were finally kind of galvanizing behind some protests, but all the shit that comes with that, all the disagreements, all the infighting, all the Twitter spats, all the, all the just draining shit that goes on week and week because the club's in such turmoil. And now that there's a, there's pot- potentially takeover talk again, and some people believe it, some people don't. It's it's become unbearable. To you want you, know, you want to switch off the whole thing? Imagine it just needs to happen, and the sooner the better.
3: I mean, imagine Twitter if like a new owner comes in in terms of. um <laughs> And actually, like, invest in us and like how many, like, we're so like divided at the moment, especially, like for example, after that West Ham game, the things that we're saying, um, and all the protests at the game, everyone's just arguing against each other. Not like I say, we shouldn't be divided against each other, we should be obviously united and just imagine just it's going to be completely different. Hopefully, obviously, anyone that comes in and invests, and I'm like, what I say, I'm, I'm a positive about it. Ha- I'm more positive than what I have been in terms of the talks that's happened a f- couple of times now but you just never know do you um, how long how, like I said how long it is going to take to, yeah. to, to get it over the line there's,
1: there's positive noises from a number of sources so it's, it's impossible not to get carried away with it I mean lots of people seem to think it's happening but nobody really knows nobody really knows what's going through Ashley's mind he could just Decide to fuck it up whenever he wants. He can decide to make the deal so ridiculous that even if there is some genuine interest there from from money, they 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 couldn't touch it because of the way he does his business. So there's still plenty of things that could go wrong, but we are just we as as a football club, as a set of fans, as a city, we need it to happen either now or we need to know sooner rather than later that it's not happening, so people can kind of get the roster and again decide what we say, do next.
2: It's got it's got to happen this this season. If it does, if it's not sold by the end of the season, I think. Um, a hell of a lot more needs to be done so, I, I mean, regarding the boycott we'll just quickly touch on that I think it was the right decision to, to postpone it just because I think we, we need to, to see if this, this goes through or not if it doesn't then 100% we'll, we'll need to take action we'll need to start ramping things up and, and getting more and I think if, if, if this breaks down um, I would hope that more people would get involved with them and support them a bit more because we, we talked about it the other week that the walk-in wasn't that followed as, as well as it should have bit like I, I don't understand why people aren't um, Getting back back in these when when that then when you then get the reaction that you you had at West Ham after the game where the the, the stadium had emptied with ten minutes to go and um <laughs> like people clearly aren't happy so why the foot would you not try and, and take some action and, and do do something to, to to try and make a positive change I, I don't really get it but um I think it's it was the right thing to do to wait and see if, if this, anything comes of this because obviously we've 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 heard. It's potentially gonna be a distraction and a detractor for some some of the bids if, if there is a lot of um things going on. So I, I think it was the right right call to make. Um but it shouldn't be forgotten. I think if, if we we need to, to ramp it back up if, if this doesn't go through. But um yeah, it was probably the right right call to postpone it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean I think if there was any potential buyers taking in that game today, bouncing St James's Park up, backs against the wall, fighting for their lives against with ten men. The crowd were were there with them to the end. I would say there's nothing not to to want to get involved in this football club for me with that with that manager with those players. With a little bit of investment, this it could be something really special. And I like to think people are seeing that. And I thought it was a a very positive kind of united front put on by the fans and the team today. And and that's not enough to convince people. I don't know whatever will be.
2: I think just one point on that as well. It's it, like. You think this is a, a fan base that's been starved of any sort of real quality in terms of um, sort of money spent on the club and and everything that's going on and like for for us to still be be there in, in the droves that we are and and um, still be supportive of the team and, and fighting with the team and all that like that's got to be that that's got to attract somebody like somebody's got to be thinking fucking hell like they're they're still with them at this point like that that's a pretty um, a pretty sort of uh, good, good, good support there. So, you you just hope that this this uh, sort of has an impact and and people see the potential. And it uh, there's a lot of things being said about the potential, but the, the fan base more than anything, I think, is is got to be the thing that will sell sell this and um the, yeah the 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 support that they're showing at the minute. I, Think we just need to keep it up because that is going to be one of the big selling points and one of the big things that I think somebody's going to get interested in and invest in. I mean we know um not spoken with some of the journalists about sort of the, the Stavely deal that fell through last time but they they were really really interested in, in the prospect of sort of you galvanising this fan base and, and that's that the biggest biggest asset that this club yeah. has is that there is a, a big following there's 50,000 people that'll turn up every week so um the, the more positive we can stay and, and sort of supportive to of the team it's it's going to be a good good thing.
1: Yeah. I mean ima- imagine the, the atmosphere in the city if this does happen like people will die over Christmas from the, from the party <laughs> people will die, it'll be, it'll be that mental um, we just need it as a city it's been, it's been too gloomy for too long uh, on the football front I mean we've had some brilliant moments over the last 10 years but the majority of it's been absolutely piss poor depressing um, and yet we're all still there waiting for that day when it all turns around and it, it really does feel like it could be around the corner and how can you not get, get excited about that We've just done just
3: this week as well, I'm just uh, kind of often not on the same su- subject, but like we bounced back well after West Ham. Um, two impressive, like good displays really, um, and we have been a bit unlucky, well we have been lucky today. day, there should have been a credit card and a penalty for us. And a little thing like that this season has kind of gone um, against us really, if you look at it, like, I don't know, if we've already got a penalty, we should have gone to Man U, we should have got a penalty, I could have made it 3-0. Um, so little things um, and yet yet we're
1: still in a healthy position aren't we this is a football club that even despite all the shit that's been going on we're still not bad we're still not that bad it would just take something to to push us on and kick us on Um, I think that's a really good way to end it lads Um, thanks again to our our patrons who help uh, keep this going and um, if you don't know what that is there'll be a link in the description but basically we'll put out three or four extra shows a week loads of extra content especially at the minute with all the, the takeover stuff and all the other shit that's been going on. Some really good stuff by a great group of people. Um, thanks also to Fansbet, um, a new betting site that lets you choose a, a cause to which um, any f- percentage of any money lost, so any overall bets that didn't win. Go um, good Awards, again, that helps us do more stuff, it helps us put m- more content together, so we really appreciate everyone who's taking the time to, to sign up to that and use us as their, um, as their outlet. Uh, We'll be back in the week, hopefully doing loads of patter about our new owners um, and um, partying for for seven days solid. Thank you very much. Cheers, lads.
4: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance.